This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Don't look now, but Congress might be preparing to call it a year. Senate discussions on the Build Back Better reconciliation package have yet to produce a deal, and there's a growing sense on Capitol Hill that the bill won't be able to pass this year. Ag lobbyist Randy Russell tells AgriPulse the looming inflation picture is a chief factor. Certainly in the last 24 hours, we seem to be going backwards in terms of getting an agreement. Obviously, when they report a 6.8% CPI for November, uh, which is the highest in 39 years, that's got a lot of people nervous that the last thing we need to be doing is spending another $2 trillion. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia is pushing to trim the $2 trillion package to around $1.75 trillion. As it stands now, the bill would infuse billions into nutrition and conservation programs, but it would have to pass first. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on the package and its prospects on Capitol Hill. The House may have moved a one-year reauthorization of livestock mandatory reporting, but the Senate has yet to take up the measure, and time will tell whether they do that or try to move larger reforms before February. But Ethan Lane with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says he would be concerned about pursuing long-term reforms in such a short amount of time. We all want a five-year reauthorization, but I don't think there's anybody in this conversation that thinks that we're ready to just pull the trigger on that yet. We know there are issues everybody wants to discuss. Um, that's that's appropriate. Uh, I think our our concern has been doing that in a rushed manner because we have a few senators who have a, a priority bill they want to they do something on. Sanders, Deb Fisher, and Chuck Grassley are pushing a bill to create regional cash trade mandates for the beef cattle industry. That approach has the backing of some in the sector, but Lane points out many are still leery. If you look at the hearing back in October in the House, I think the House and the Senate are in very different places on, on this discussion. And maybe that's a function of them being a little more uh, ground level talking to producers and hearing the same thing we're hearing uh, moving around the country. I mean, we're, we're hearing a lot of uh, a lot of producers come to us and say, hey, this is concerning that we're going down this road. Yes, there are some people who have very strong feelings about a, a mandate, but man, we really need to think carefully about whether we want this or not. I mean, he says the producer dialogue may be evolving on the bill. I worry that a few of those senators who have really kind of tattooed this on their forehead um, have have stopped listening to the producers in their state, at least um, dynamically, right? They heard the message a year and a half ago. Are they hearing the evolving conversation on this issue in the cattle industry? And I, I worry that not everyone is. What's more, Lane says it's important to remember beef is only one protein in the LMR conversation. Finally today, an ag lending leader says input costs should bring about a mindset change for producers. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. As farmers deal with rising input costs and supply chain disruptions, an industry leader says farmers should mitigate those obstacles by focusing on the immediate concern first. Bob Campbell is the Senior Vice President of Business Development for Farm Credit. He says farmers need to approach their problems one at a time. What are your numbers? Where are your costs projecting to be? Let's break them down to the you know, per bushel basis of your grain producer. Let's see how your risk management strategies can set a floor underneath all this. And now let's solve for the unknowns. You know, as you, as you lock down some inputs, let's modify your cost of production estimates. Let's modify your marketing plan. And, and just take it a step at a time and, and solve for the most immediate problem. Campbell says the commodity market is looking strong in 2022. 
and Farm Credit wants to help its members take advantage of that outlook. It's just helping customers understand where you're at now. Take the volatility out by figuring out your knowns, solving for your unknowns, and taking it at a time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. From port congestion and supply chain disruptions to inflation and other important economic news, subscribe to Farm Bureau's Market Intel at fb.org forward slash market intel. By the way, don't say we didn't warn you, but Drive Time is preparing to take a little break over the Christmas and New Year holidays. The last episode of 2021 will be released tomorrow. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.